Hi, it's Dr. Greg Jantz, Hope and Possibility. Dealing with an emotional abuser, what does that look like? What do we do if we find ourselves in the clutches of an emotional abuser? How do we navigate those relationships? Whether it's a loved one, family member, a friend, or even a work colleague, perhaps a boss, dealing with emotional abuse. Next on Hope and Possibility. Dr. Gregory Jans is a best-selling author of over 45 books and the founder of the Center A Place of Hope, voted a top 10 center for depression treatment in the U.S. As the pioneer of whole person care, Dr. Jans is known as the messenger of hope. Now the nation's expert on anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationships, trauma, and PTSD, here is Dr. Gregory Jantz. Emotional abuse. What is it? You know, we hear a lot about physical abuse, domestic violence, even sexual abuse, early childhood traumas, and the word abuse can be kind of tossed around, and yet abuse is significant. One form of abuse that we really don't hear really anything about is emotional abuse. What is emotional abuse? And it is the type of abuse when we began working years ago with eating disorders, we had individuals who they were not a victim of sexual abuse. They were not a victim of uh, physical abuse, but nearly 100% of those suffering from an eating disorder would say things like, you know what, I really can relate to emotional abuse. Here's my definition. To be treated unfairly and unjustly by the same person or people, uh, more than a one-time event, usually over a period of time. To be treated unfairly and unjustly. And we all make mistakes. Let me just say that. People make a mistake. They say something. A healthy relationship is one that uh, identifies that and says, oh, I am so sorry. So you're not, in, and you ask for forgiveness. You're not in a pattern of seeking um, or doing these types of abusive behaviors. It was like a mistake. So we've got grace for those kinds of mistakes. But what we're talking about is a person who is manipulative, a person who has intent oftentimes to cause harm, and it's a pattern of behavior over time. And emotional abuse uh, is something that creates scars. Interestingly, a scar that you can't physically see, nonetheless, the scars from the trauma of emotional abuse are there. I want to talk about different types of emotional abuse. In my uh, book, this was, if you will, a landmark book, Killing the Scars of Emotional Abuse, that first came out in the early 90s, 1992, and has been greatly revised since then. This is the third, fourth revision, uh, Healing the Scars of Emotional Abuse. I am holding this book uh, because I want you to see uh, the most recent edition, what the cover looks like, okay? Uh, it's, it's gone through some different looks. And one of the things that we know about emotional abuse is that it is something that does create scars. 
and we know that emotional abuse is it, it's baffling at times and uh, a person who's emotionally abusive well we could label them with various names they're manipulators they could be narcissistic um, sometimes a person learns just the way they grew up to be abusive and you find that you're in a, a relationship that a person has a long-term just ingrained pattern of of abuse and so what we want to look at here with emotional abuse is okay how do we identify it here's my here's my questions um, Emotional abuse makes you feel worthless. It etches away at self-esteem. Um, an emotional abuser will put their mistakes, their behavior, they will usually blame you and make you feel like, no, you deserve this. This is what you deserve. If you're in a relationship with an emotional abusers, abuser, uh, they will always minimize your opinions or your point of view on anything. An emotional abuser may indicate threats of physical or, or sexual abuse. They're like, th the threat is always there. Uh, emotional abuser may not engage in those threats. Uh, if they do, it's a whole other level of abuse. But there's always a threat of something happening with the emotional abuser. You could have an emotional abuser that goes into fits of rage. It's like that volcano goes off. You just never know. When is that volcano going to go off? Uh, we know that um, a emotional abuser, the deception that's there, they will lie to cover up um, and they will not take responsibility for their behaviors. One of the things that's so dehumanizing is they will refuse to acknowledge that your feelings or your opinion has any value. Um, and so the message is that how you think or how you feel is, is worthless. All right. Now, we do know that um, they don't even want you to articulate your feelings, by the way. An emotional abuser is like, no, because they come from a position of they're always right. Um, we know that emotional abuser may deny you uh, perhaps financial resources. If you have a pet, they may try to control the pet, deny you access to things that are important and precious to you. We know that uh, even the form of silent treatment. Some emotional abusers really have this down. They can um, not talk to you. They cut you off, but physically they're present. That's a form of emotional abuse, the silent treatment. Um, we also know that you may see a wide range. I made a note here, wide range of mood. The emotional abuser, uh, their moods can change. And you feel that sense of, well, I'm walking on eggshells. I never know for sure what's going to happen or go off or when they're going to go off. Um, they also may have this very hostile tone when they talk to you. Oh, it's always a put down tone. And uh, in a future podcast, we're going to talk about the different types uh, of emotional abusers. It really helps us identify this even more. But here are some of the outcomes, some of the signs and symptoms of emotional abuse. Uh, we know that the sarcastic tone, they could be very sarcastic in talking down to you. Um, they uh, are treating you as though you don't have any value or you have little value. And um, we know that the emotional abuser, think in terms of two types. There's a type of emotional abuser that they learn this behavior 
growing up and they just continued the pattern and some emotional abusers don't they don't even realize um, how detrimental or how damaging that their words and behavior are they just grew up that way they're continuing it oh they know they're hurtful but they have no in-depth understanding of what they are doing to another person okay that's one type of emotional abuser another type of emotional abuser is the person that knows fully well what they're doing their goal is to create harm and hurt uh, in your life and that is what motivating it's motivating them they're going to create harm uh, that's what's behind all their behavior so keep in mind um, really maybe the two general types of an emotional abuser one with little understanding and then one with lots of understanding they may be little uh, marginalized or ignore you uh gaslight use another term that gets used uh where everything is your problem and they make it all your problem and what this does to us and we'll talk more about this but over time emotional abuse it erodes our sense of self we feel like we don't have any value we feel like our feelings and opinions uh don't have any value and then it makes it very difficult um for you to make a decision and have any sort of confidence so it's the erosion of your sense of self and your confidence ability to make decisions because they have taken and devalued you and we really began to wear that as though it's true remember emotional abuse is about two things power power and control to control another person have power over another person and that is really dehumanizing uh, over time and a person who's living in an emotionally abusive situation sometimes they just learn okay that's how it is and you just kind of acquiesce and go along with it and and before you know it the oppression that oppression of that emotional abuse is so great we know that sometimes the term uh, psychological abuse uh, is 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 a term that's used i'm using um, emotional abuse just to be kind of a little more clear about it um, but we know that um, even using jokes that are demean uh, things that are put down through quote humor it's really not humor uh, we know that um, there could be physical gestures uh, that can be a part of the emotional abuse. So I just began to think about, well, is there a person in my life that maybe you grew up with or that's still in your life, um, family member, boss, relationship of some sort that's been in your life that was emotionally abusive? Hmm. Uh, usually most of us can think of a person that really fits that. And it's really, I just want to acknowledge, it's super, super difficult if you're in that kind of relationship now. And that relationship that uh, it is, it's oppressive. Uh, it is uh, always a, a fear-based relationship. You may find yourself suffering from uh, just some chronic anxiety and depression. We may also find that uh, emotional abuse uh, creates a lot of physical issues for you. Uh, digestive system, headaches. We begin to internalize that abuse and it comes out ultimately through physical symptoms. We know that um, 
the word blame and to gaslight or make you feel that you're responsible for everything is a um, big part of this. Now, you can look at emotional abuse maybe on a continuum uh, from mild to medium to worse, but really um, over time, uh, the abuser, as they're able to get away with more and more, it does kind of just progress. There's a natural progression of emotional abuse. And especially if a person who's the abuser feels like they're losing their power, they're losing their control, then we tend to see an escalation of that abuse. And we know that our response, uh, we could grow more timid, we could try to say something, grow uh, even more assertive or at times aggressive. And then we are hammered so hard that we learn, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not certainly not going to assert myself because that makes it worse. And so you can see this vicious pattern that happens with emotional abuse. That's why an emotional abuser can actually look at, uh, they've had so much power over you, they can give you that look you know, whatever the look is, but they can give you that stern, that look and that look and those eyes have so much power. They don't have to say anything so that you can see how we get shaped by emotional abuse. Now, male, female, across all genders, emotional abuse. Uh, so it's nothing that I'm saying is exclusive to uh, men or women. Uh, anybody of any gender can learn how to be emotionally abusive and uh, can be quite skilled at it. We learn this because if you think in terms of the abuser, they are somebody with a really low sense of self, um, of, of self ego or strength. And they're finding they're, though in a very abusive um if you will, twisted way, they're finding their identity through their ability to control others. And uh, it's a sense of power. It's a sense of, oh, I have value, I'm powerful. And emotional abuse for the abuser can be really somewhat addictive. They go, I get addicted to the power of it. And uh, it can make a person feel very powerful as they have, if you will, the control of other people. Oh, I know this is probably not one of our, um, if you will, funnest topics, but a very important one, because um, what I'm finding is, particularly over the last couple of years, uh, there seems to be a real increase in emotional abuse and abusing other people. Oh, say it came through the pandemic uh, and we have all the kinds of different division that we see going on and people taking sides, attacking others and the emotional abuse that out that's out there. I mean, there's a lot of rage and maybe you've seen that uh, people are on edge. Anxiety is quite high. There's a term that I've been using anticipatory anxiety, which is just I'm just planning on the next terrible thing happening. I'm always anticipating because every day there's something else bad and terrible in the news. So I have this anticipatory, it's an anticipatory anxiety. Um, I'm planning ahead for the, all the doom and gloom. Now, this gives an opportunity for an abuser really to go for it. There's, uh, I want us to also look at social media. 
what is happening in social media. And uh, the term oftentimes is cyber bully behavior, uh, name calling, um, threats online, etc. Uh, and there are people that are very, um, quote, powerful in social media because they're, frankly, they're abusive. And um, people may follow them out of intrigue, but emotional abuse always, always weathers down uh, the sense of self, lowers us, our sense of value. And it's a very temporary sense of power, personal power for the abuser. Uh, we'll talk about in a future podcast here, but how are we going to intercept this, begin to create change, and importantly, keep ourselves safe because we may be even attacked more. Maybe there's we get more inflicted. There's an infliction of emotional abuse as we start to make changes. And I do understand that. Um, we have to be careful. Uh, here's just a couple final thoughts for our time together today. We have to be really careful that we don't get so hurt, so angry that we store that up inside and we develop strong resentments, strong embitterment, and we become very toxic and if you will, very sick ourselves. And then we don't trust anybody else. We're not in relationships. We're not in community. Uh, we feel that we're unlovable. We feel like even God can't love me. We start to make some quantum leaps in our thinking uh, when we stay in emotional abuse. Okay, there are some ways out. And we'll talk about that. Um, here's what I want to say. Isolation is one of the things that we tend to do. We tend to hide. We don't tell the truth to others how bad it is. And we keep a lot of this to ourselves or we make excuses. We'll say, well, you know, that's that's just how he is. That's that's what he does. And, and we begin to make excuses for the misbehavior and abuse of another person. So be aware of that. And also perhaps um, look in the healing the scars of emotional abuse and there is the uh, various uh, checklists there's the emotional abuse checklist um, to see well how have I been victimized how has this affected me what are the things that I've experienced and then importantly how long have I experienced these in my life and uh, then you begin to look at what are the effects of these in my life so we'll talk more about that we'll talk about the ways out we'll talk about the different forms and types of emotional abusers sometimes being able to identify it helps us come up with a strategy uh, to deal with it and it is. It's about regaining our own health and well-being and being empowered. Even though we, we can't necessarily change the emotional abuser, but we're going to have to change our response and grow healthy and make some decisions as it relates back to the emotional abuser. I'm saying abuser it could be more than one in one's life. Okay. Let's jump into this in our next session uh, about the various types of emotional abuser.